welcome to the Atma Podcast. Well, without Dan at the moment, um, we believe he's at a yoga sesh. I hope he's there. I hope he's having a good time. He's, he should be on his way back by now, though. But yeah, yeah, he'll be in later on. Uh, we're going to ask him about his nighttime climb of, um, I can't remember, was oh, it yes. Snowden? I think it was Snowden. I might be wrong. One of the peaks, you know what I mean? But yeah, doing yeah. it at night, that's a interesting challenge. Yeah, I just want to compliment you on your 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 choice of attire. That is, it looks warm. Cheers. Yeah, I've hit rock bottom. That's it. I'll give up. That's it, isn't it? Stick on a fucking onesie. Does look warm though. Does look warm. It's nice, but it's got a short sleeve, so you kind of get aerated as well. Oh, the short sleeve. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's official. The algorithms have broken me. YouTube, Facebook, congratulations. You got what you wanted. <laughs> now just let me go. <laughs> just release me. Just let me just let him fly. release me from the prison that is the video algorithm system. <laughs> For the audio listeners. Oh, is that now is that a Grogu? That is a Grogu uh, onesie. A gro- Grogu onesie. I'll tell you what, it's fucking it, well, it's not a onesie, it's like a Half seat. I'll stand up. By the way, I just want to explain. Obviously, the audio listeners won't care because they can't see me. But um, my lighting, although it's actually looking okay, um, I'm actually missing my two box lights because I was out filming some commercial stuff yesterday and I left them in the car um, because it was pissing down. I didn't want to put... Like even though it's just from my driveway to the house, I didn't want to get them all wet because they're electrical. Yeah. And uh, my went to work before I got back, got up, That's and um, basically my car is at the MOT. Well, we share both cars, but my, the car I mainly use is at the MOT. The car that I used yesterday, whilst getting the MOT, my took to work, and the lights are in there. So Oof. I got no lights. That's it. And that's why I'm lowly lit. It's, it's, it kind of sets the mood, you know? Yeah. But let me show you what's going on. All right. Oh, by the way, right, also, before you judge me, I've got one sock on, okay? That was because <laughs> I went outside just before the pod because some of the outdoor um, furniture cushions got wet Ooh. because it was so windy, the cover blew off, and so I moved the wet cushions to a sunny spot to dry off and I didn't pay attention, and I put one foot in a puddle. Ah, that's shit. So, I'm just, that's what I mean. Like, I'd I'm kill literally, myself. That's, that's <laughs> it. You heard it here first. That's it. But no, um, let me show you the outfit. Go on in. Because it's not like got legs. Oh, I'm stuck. So it's like. It's, well, it's really long. Jesus, like yeah, that is long. A leg there, a little bit of leg. I do have underwear on. I've not completely fucking lost the block. <laughs> you just saw a bit of shin bone to the audio listeners there. Turn around, there's a massive fucking skinny in it. He's just don't give a fuck. <laughs> just sat there <laughs> shooting himself. That's it. I don't give a fuck. I'm, at, I'm just, I'm just going to fucking free fall for the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, dear. Just... Just let it, let him go, YouTube. Let him go. That's it. But I've got a little bit of beef uh, with YouTube myself. Um, oh, I've had a few people message me about what episode was it. Let's have a look. 
I think it was one th- one three three or one three four. The one we did about traditions, the cheese rolling, right? Oh yeah, yeah, fun. I had to remove that from YouTube um, because what? and get this right. There was a copyright um, claim against the video we used the people falling down the hill or rolling down the hill at the cheese rolling festival. I fucking knew it. I know right. it's risky. Um, no audio. Fuck no audio at all from it. We nice. were given our own commenting on it, you know, basically commentating over the top. I was flicking through, so it weren't like I played it and left it for 10 minutes. I was flicking through certain bits of the video. We were given our own commentary, and they were like, nah, we can't have this. So I contested it, and then YouTube were like, well, you've got an option here. We're going to uphold their review or their copyright claim, where it was. You can either delete it now, and not get a strike, or in seven days you'll get a strike and we'll delete it anyway. As uh, and then and then with the strike you lose the ability to live stream for ninety days. That's it. Loads so of shit. I took the shit. executive shit decision. Shit company. Just to cut. I might out. burn my hundred k fucking plaque. That's it. Lob it in the fire it's pit. Fucking, it's just fucking shite, man. Oh dear. Well, that's it, isn't it? Welcome but, to the world of content creation, ladies and gentlemen. If you really want to watch it, because I have had a couple of people ask me, oh, I want to watch it. It is on Rumble still, you know? So there you go. I don't know if there that's going to get taken down, but it's still on there. You nah, it wouldn't get taken down on Rumble. They believe in free speech and stuff. So. Oof. That's it. And it is still available on the audio, if you want to listen to the audio version. But anyway, yeah, so that's, that's YouTube in the fucking mud, like they have been for the past eight years, nine years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just everything's a bit shit. With about about a year or two before I got monetized. There you go. That's it. It's, it's matter, right? Do you, do you want to hear something crazy, right? Just to do with monetized stuff, because unfortunately, money makes the world go round. Just with regards to you know the ad apocalypse and all that sort of shit. Yeah. If that had never happened and the ad rates had stayed the same in my career, I would have made four to five times the amount of money that i have that's crazy that's how bad the adpocalypse hit at youtube yeah that is crazy but yeah that's so, crazy that is so uh, I, I don't understand he's dan says he's in the green room he's i can't see him he's not are you sure you're in the green room because i can't see you <laughs> oh dear it's, it's absolute gone to shit that's it. Yeah, anyway. Streamyard are in the mud. That's it. Everyone's in the mud. Fuck this shit. We're out. That's it. It's the last one. It's not even going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't get the whole thing of the. the I know it was centered around PewDiePie, PewDiePie saying what he did, but the whole idea of these brands not being like, oh, I don't want to be associated with you know violence or you know different sorts of stuff that might look at badly on them. But then, you know, yeah. like Quentin Tarantino's like, right, I'm going to do a film where... Different Hello, Dan. How you doing? I'm going to do a film bad. where the opening five minutes is going to be nothing but death. Literally going to get... Yeah. People are going to get shot in the face and we're going to do, yeah. like, close zooms and everything. And then, like, Pepsi will be like, yeah, can you do some, like, you know, product placement for that? That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, what? or or you've got like um, ITV News. I'm picking ITV News because obviously they have adverts thread. Um, 
And it's like, you know, there'll be a, a fucking a story on like a, a brutal murder and then it'll go to adverts. Whereas yeah. on YouTube, you do a video about a brutal murder and it's demonetized. It's like, yeah. Oh, but the advertisers don't like it. It's like, of course they fucking do. Like, as long as it gets views, they want their face on it. Like, they, they, this sort of shit is what sells. Like, it's just, it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. I've had enough. That's it. I've had enough. He's had enough. Anyway, Dan, how are you As doing? As you can tell by my attire, Dan, I've hit rock bomb. Morning, chaps. How are you doing? You sound fluey. Mate, man flu. Oh, Jeez. no. The, the worst kind. Oh. Obviously. Was it oh, from the night uh, trip? Nah, nah, just randomly come. I think it might be from my daughter at school. Um, yeah. she, she's got a bit of flu-y, so I've picked it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite liking the husky voice, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's changed considerably. Audio listeners will be loving it. I might start rapping. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye <laughs> West. I'm hazarding um, a guess. You didn't do yoga then? No, I did. I went. I went you did? Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. that was good. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it, it's quite a nice class actually. Um, yeah. It was funny then. I was just watching. I was just watching you guys talking, and uh, I was like, I could just sit here and watch you lads. We can't watch you. And now, by technology, I'm on the screen, which That's is mental. It. That's it. And now you're in it. Yeah, I'm not not too sure what about the outfit. What's yeah, no, I just couldn't be fucked. So I did, my girlfriend got it for her birthday, and I just saw it in the cupboard, and I was like, I'm just gonna put that on. I just fucking nice. Here I am. This is the the uh, start of the. Yeah, said before we film. Lozzie said before we come on air, he's like, "You're not a man on the edge. You're a man that is in free fall." Yeah, <laughs> that is it. Oh yeah, you 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 jumped off the edge. Mate, he swan dived yeah. off. Yeah, straight in. It looks comfy though. It is very. Yeah, it comfy. does look warm. Yeah, but it's not like sweaty warm. It's just like perfect warm. Yeah, it's nice. Can't be dealing it's with nice. it. Nice. How was your um hike? Your climb? It's yeah. very Night good, mate. Climb. It was um, yeah, the different kettle of fish of a knife. I, I was, I was like anxious anyway before, just because um I've never done. I've come down a mountain of like a little bit of a night, um, but you've just done the roots. It's fresh in your head, and you you're like, yeah, it was really weird. It really played havoc with my senses. Um, and it so like we went up, and there's a few people coming down. Maybe saw um, we wanted to go up in dark, summit in dark, and come down in dark because that's what we're doing the three peaks. So on the way up, um, we saw a handful of people, maybe like twenty or thirty, just at the start. And then it was like just us on the mountain. Wow. Um, and it and then the rain come in and it Ooh. was like and then the fog came in. I did so I did a bit of research on it, just interesting about the degrees. And so every like as a rough guide, every hundred meters you go up, you it goes down one degree Celsius. Jeez. Um plus at the top with the wind chill it can be like another add another like minus fifteen on apparently. Oh my um, god. So it can vary like almost like from the bottom car park, I'll see. I think Snowden's like what, just over a thousand meters, um, so it can vary. Yeah, another like twenty-five degrees. Wow! In mm. different, and then also another thing, which uh, the wind hits the mountain, and then obviously acts like a funnel and goes yeah, yeah. up. So that the so basically, all what it's saying is like, from when you're in the car park, it's nothing like what's 
aren't up there, which is, I guess, why it's so sort of like dangerous if you got there unprepared. Um, so yeah, it was well windy. I put a few videos up. It was like we literally there's a few bits where um we had to sit down because it was just waving us about. Actually, just sit oh, down wow. and um and that, that was more. I probably wouldn't have done that in the daytime because it's like you you can see, but you look to your right and left and um obviously you see an edge, but you don't really know how far it is. Could be like three meters, five meters, could be a hundred meters. And like my memory got me halfway like to the top bit and then once the the, the wind and the uh five minutes, i just can't remember and I, like so we were like well let's just play by caution and and stick to the verge and just stay away from that edge and then uh, what happened as going forward then another edge come so we oh, had two nah. edges and, uh, and i knew one of them wasn't a big drop um but i didn't, <laughs> I didn't know which one so yeah it was uh it was really good though like, i'm glad i did it um like different a different thing up there so definitely sort of going to get in training and try and do a few more do the three peaks challenge um and then hopefully yeah some other some other uh summits like maybe like europe and stuff and um, nice. try and get the the meters up um if if everything allows it to do it so yeah it's, I, I do really enjoy it man that sounds like a hell of a challenge yeah yeah, yeah especially it, with the, it's just the fog and yeah probably the most mental mental thing i've done in a weird way like it was like literally felt absolutely fine walking up and down like legs and that were fine didn't even um yeah what, what like we did it in good time as well we did it in less than four hours uh sorry four hours moving time because we stopped like yeah a fair bit but um yeah so i'm quite confident about the challenge but it's just just the logistics because it's it's the driving from from ben nevis to um scuffle pike and then to snowden yeah because we're, we're gonna do it we're not gonna do it with a group well I'm just, hopefully i've got a friend who's gonna be driving so yeah that we'll just kind of sleep in the car or just get some rest in the car whatever that's cool that's yeah. cool and what yeah. sort of when are you looking to do that um probably a april now just because yeah. it's getting like it's getting cold now so yeah. it's um you don't really want to be going up ben nevis and stuff unassisted um but yeah. i might do i might do a winter climb of ben nevis um yeah if my mates up i'll probably get a guy well i'll get a guide yeah because it's um can be a bit hairy i think oh wow Jeez. something i would love to do is go up those for sure but i've never done anything like that before oh mate i'll i'll take you up i'm um i'm gonna yeah. do my mountain leader um next year as well so just means you can take small groups out yeah that would be awesome. Um, what what do you need? You know, to, to literally, like I know nothing. So obviously, you need some decent walking boots. What else? Yeah. Like for a complete novice, what do you need? So like, yeah, your main thing is um, is your kit, basically. Yeah. So obviously, you just uh, like some water, like a couple of little snacks, um, like some sweets, whatever, um, and like decent waterproofs. Right, like, that's your main thing. You probably like. I mean, that, that's the thing with waterproofs. You can. Like, I took them all the way like to Peru and stuff, and never used them. Um, but in Snowden, it I say it was fine for about half an hour, and then the mate, the weather came in. It was like it was just rained proper heavy rain nonstop, and um, yeah, I'd invested in some decent waterproofs. So yeah, before on the other three peaks, my. I knew my bot my bottoms weren't great, so like I bought some cheapo bottoms, mate, and they just got soaked through. 
and that just yeah. makes it horrible. It just yeah. makes the yeah. whole thing like if you're warm, you, you're kind of all right. Um, you just keep yeah. plodding away. Um, so yeah, I, like decent pair of waterproofs. Um, like I say, if you're going to do it, just maybe you know, do it in April, May when it's going to be all right yeah. anyway. Um, so even if it does like those, it does drop. It doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take you up. Like people, I mean, mate, it's, both oh, Ben Nevis, Snowden, and um, Scarf Bike. People go up with like flip flops and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and like ninety percent of the time, you're going to be fine. Like you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But it's the, what happens. I mean, there's I think there's two hundred call outs just on Snowden. Wow. Um, and there's people who die and stuff, and it's. It's just getting caught out. Like I say, ninety percent of the time you're going to be fine. Like you know, people take their kids and stuff up there. Um, but yeah. it's just if you get caught out and it and you're not prepared, then you you are in trouble. So it's always best to to go on like playing the air of caution with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just decent waterproof. Some like some walking gear, mate. You can get like as long as you got good waterproofs. Like your bottoms and that don't really matter. I just got a pair from um, Decathlon. Um, yeah couple of like some decent walking boots um mm-hmm. a, a good tip i got told by the guy in the shop for walking boots he was like uh because i needed some i had a pair but i needed uh some ankle like high boots for peru yeah. i didn't have time to break them in and he's like get merrels because you don't really have to break them in um so you won't get any blisters mate and they've been golden like, i've got two pairs oh. of merrels and i've never had any blisters um, nice. even when nice. we did 30 mile um so i put talc on my on my feet um and literally not one blister uh, and i've wow. seen like on that fighting mile lots of people did have blisters yeah um, so yeah merrells are like if you if you haven't got a pair of like solid boots that you kind of use a lot like say you were just going in you never done any walking mm. really like um yeah pair of merrells are like get you anywhere okay cool nice. and how far uh, so yeah. you say like snowden how far what how many kilometers or miles there and back are you talking Obviously, uh, i know it's inclined but for, for, to drive or just to no, start no, to, to walk it um, like when you... i don't actually know i think it's a couple of miles yeah it's not it's not like massive um and it's gradual so the path path i've taken up i have done another path like when i was young in the army and stuff um I can't really remember it, and it, that was like a, a, a obviously a bit more of an incline. Um, but there's this Landberry's path. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's just a really nice path all the way up. Like very, I've done that a few times now. So like, quite happy to take take you lads up there if you fancy. You can just take your time. Like I say, it's more just yeah. about taking in the views and stuff. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah just like getting to the top. And it's always a bit windy. So and it's like it's just so nice. Like when you get to the the top of something, it's just a nice yeah. achievement. Um. You feel like you know you've, you've that's a good thing about it is um i i, I don't know if it's, a, it's like a shallow thing or whatever but i like to have something to get um yeah you should yeah, be yeah. That. you should just do it for the but that, it's like yeah that's a name you go up you get to yeah. that bit and then it's like cool i've done that like that's the part that like, it's quite a it gives you clarity on what you're doing and what you're there for yeah. um it's a very singular purpose so Oh yeah, yeah, mate. Oh, any of them, Ben Nevis. Like, um, there, there's a few. No, obviously, no. We've done no. I've done those anyway. But after the Free Peaks Challenge, then it's like kind of looking further afield. So there's like a few, like challenges you can do in Ireland. There's uh, the kind of next one on the list is the Summit Mount Blanc. Oh right, okay. Um, and then and then and then obviously I want to rebook Everest Base Camp and do Ireland 
Island Peak, which is a six thousand meter peak. Um, wow, wow. But but it kind of sits off Everest, so it's like you're kind of uh, five thousand meters anyway. Um, yeah. But it, that that'll be like a cool peak, and then it's like just slowly sort of progress. Because um, the big ones that like doing a bit of research into it, the eight thousand meter ones, you know, like you see Nims doing like the fourteen peaks and stuff. Yeah. Like it is mental. It's one. It's so dangerous to to do it. Um, and also just the the cost and the time you have to acclimatize. Obviously, he's acclimatized. He's doing it all the time. So for him, he, yeah. he doesn't have to. He can just go up and down. He's already at that acclimatization. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I think on average, it's about twenty five to thirty k um, to do one of those wow. big peaks. Um, and it's about a three to four month package acclimatization when you get into that high 7,000, 8,000 meters. So you're out there for four months, three to four months. Yeah. I think there are, there are slightly ones you can, you can um, do it a bit quicker. And it depends what who, what guides and that you have and what package you're doing, how much money you spend. But it is like, yeah, it, it is a massive, massive expedition. Um, yeah. Something wow. that's like not to be taken. Like, I think you watch those programs and stuff. And you see them on there and you, like, I mean, just people get altitude sickness. Yeah. Obviously, just at base camp and stuff. So it's like, it is a massive, like, he is an absolute unit. Like, it's insane yeah. what he's done. Yeah. Because if he's sponsoring a challenge of a guy, listen to this. It's going to be the biggest triathlon in the world. He's um, he's swimming the channel. So he's swimming right. from England to France. Then he's going to ride a bike from France to uh nepal what yeah which is fucking insane like so it, so it's just a swim rides the bike and then from nepal he's going to start running a marathon a day and then up through the mountains and then summit everest and it'll be the it'll be the longest um what like peak right. to summit oh sorry uh c to summit um distance run ever so it'll be in the guinness world records oh, and stuff it's, like, it, it's insane it's just like it doesn't even like compute it's that mad yeah ex marine fucking hell man <laughs> just the bike yeah. ride from paris to nepal i mean what the fuck? yeah i know oh mate insane yeah. i don't know how many miles he's got a ride per day but it's just uh I mean, just swimming the channel, it's like, yeah, yeah. Even, even that's a feat. And then it's like, then you get on your bike. Obviously, it's going to take him ages, um, yeah. like months or whatever. But uh, uh, like some people, the stuff that they level up to yeah, just makes you feel like, but I guess, you know, everyone, it's all relative in it. Everyone, as long as you, everyone's got their own little, little mountains and that to climb. So um, just yeah. getting out, like getting out and about and getting out in nature, I think it's really good for you. But yeah, yeah, I'll be well up for it if you're up for it next year, lads. Um, yeah, definitely, because yeah. it's something I've always, you know, something I've always wanted to do. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Snowden <laughs> for me, it'd be for the views at the top. So hopefully, it's not all foggy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, can't, I, I don't remember having the best. Which one would you say out of the three is the best view? Do you know what? All of them. I think I've only had one. I've had one clear day in Ben Nevis, um, and the other time I did it, it was. I couldn't see anything and I've had one clear time on Snowden. Um, you can, there's a, 
the, there's a route you can do again depends when you do it but say you know you can go up you can leave um at like two in the morning two three in the morning oh so you get the sun and then go and go in the sunset and um oh. apparently that's quite a good one for the view so that'll be i'll be well up for doing that maybe Man. not your first time just going up yeah. in the pure dark but um <laughs> but if i've done it again i think i'll be all right with it yeah just, yeah. just as long as the weather's all right that like the weather caught us out the other day but yeah that would be cool though yeah um but yeah just like so you can't get lucky like uh, usually they say that don't they, about most about most uh mountain peaks and that usually you get to the top and the views are shit because it's just the weather's in like it's I, I don't know what the stats are on it but um yeah i've had one or two maybe where i've had decent decent views but the views on the way up are like just as good they're yeah. probably better um oh, nice. to be honest um just go, like going up the views can be amazing Mm. Nice. nice yeah no i'd 100 be up for that uh, definitely connor yeah. in the chat just said uh well he said a couple of things firstly he's saying that dress and gown is outrageous never seen Jude <laughs> duty look so good and then the second comment he's put here is my girlfriend's dad mate my girlfriend's dad's mate just done a 37 hour swim around some greek islands mate oh, phenomenal phenomenal can't say it just hardcore people out there that's it yeah, I have to say though, as being in the as as I've been in the Greek Ocean recently, it's like bath water. It's lovely. So is it? Oh, Maybe it's nice. not as good then. Maybe it's not as a, as as good of achievement. Come and <laughs> we just went out for a, a long swim, a long bath, <laughs> yeah. a long bath. Yeah. It just floated yeah. around it. Why don't you yeah. come and swim around the UK? Then we'll talk. <laughs> right, I think what we'll do, we'll move on to um, what I was going to discuss. We'll, I would, I'm sure we've already done this um, on the podcast over 136 episodes. I'm sure we've done something similar, but I can't remember. Uh, I want this to kind of be like a time capsule. Um, I want to try and make some predictions for the future, what we all think or what we collectively think might happen. Um, but I want to start with um, Neuralink because they have just, well, Elon Musk's. Was there an update? He is now basically in the period where they're going to start human trials. Oh, wow. So, yeah, if you... I don't know what the limitations are. I guess it would probably be for America first because that's where he's based. But, yeah, the FDA, which is the um, Food and Drug Administration in America, have approved um, the first human clinical trial. Um, They did that in May. And, uh, yeah, they're now looking for human trialists to do it. So we'll um, see what happens. But it's the possibilities of it seem insane to the point yeah, where... Yeah, I just read some. Like it can, they're saying on here, on this article, that people who have like things like ALS, which is a d- disease in which the nerve cells in the spinal cord and the brain degenerate, they're saying it could help with that, um, which is mental, considering that at the moment, um, as far as I'm aware, there's no real cure for that. So it's just something mm. that the person lives with until they pass. Yeah, so if that can solve or help at least those sort of issues, that would be insane. It was probably important to point out as well that is other companies who are doing this. Um, there's been a couple that I've seen on this article. One from 
BlackRock Neurotech. Now, I don't know if they're linked to the BlackRock Investment Group, but they probably, probably. are. I'm guessing BlackRock so. BlackRock own everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they've got um, implants basically designed since 2004. They're called, base. I think they're called Brain Computer Interface, BCIs. Um, and they've been kind of in the game since 2004. So there's there's a couple of players, but Neuralink I think is the one everyone knows because of Elon Musk. So, mm. but yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. But what do you think, or what do you guys think it will be? Do you think it will be only used for these sort of things, or do you think it will be manipulated to be like there is one where it is able to basically decode what people are saying to each other so if you don't understand someone it can do like basically live interpretation so what do you think the possibilities are in terms of that do you think it can be used for like bad things or do you think it's mostly good i think it could definitely be used for bad um but just before we get on to bad just i'm reading some of the other benefits like you said with als but it's also saying treatments for parkinson's epilepsy yeah. obesity autism depression schizophrenia and tinnitus yeah which is i mean like that's insane that yeah, yeah that is that is absolutely insane and also like you said you know being able i mean it would i guess technology is always making us lazier but like if it eradicated the need to learn other languages and so you could just like if it could alter the way that you hear some some what someone is saying to to the language that you understand is pretty crazy. Mm. But I'm sure you'd have you'd have people who'd be like, Well, it's you know, that's just another essentially not, not a de evolution, but another thing humanity's losing a skill essentially to a computer. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a slightly worrying that yeah, you've got this live thing in your head that could potentially be hacked by something. Yeah, um, and, but and I, I do always... think it. I do think there's so many good things it can cure that it definitely it would just be rolled out. Um, but then there'd be some things that it's like it's a fine line to prove if you do actually genuinely have it or not. Like for instance, depression. Like not not like obviously lots of people do have it, but it's very hard to. Yeah. To, to completely prove it like if you if you persistent with it and go to the doctors like you know the if you are misdiagnosed and you do get that it's um yeah i don't know there's there's some things there's some i, I guess they'll do it they're doing clinical trials and they're a lot cleverer people than us to sort it all out but um i do worry about that sort of stuff you know i'll we'll put a chip in your head to make you yeah. happier that yeah. doesn't seem that doesn't seem the right fix to me. No. Um, no matter what it does chemically to you. Yeah, and it seems like a um like a stereotypical <clears throat> opening to a dystopian sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the equalizer. Not the equalizer. Great movie though. Um Equilibrium. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah great film. So get rid yeah. of it. I mean it's a bit different. They get rid of all emotion, but Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Premise. it's like well do you want to feel bad or yeah. do you want to just feel nothing it's like well, okay <laughs> yeah and then not to go off on the AI tangent but like if that thing 
can then hack your brain. Yeah. Because it's got access to something, and I'm not happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I saw something fucking, I'm sure you've seen it before. I saw a video this morning. Um, it's a tomato machine. Have you seen this? The one that, so these tomatoes are being shot through this chute ridiculously fast. And there's like these like metal fingers that are flicking all of the green ones and the defect tomatoes down into a bin. Yeah. So the chute is coming past these fingers and it's going so quick. They they slow it down and it just yeah. looks like just picking them out. And then it goes back to real speed and it's just fucking un- uncomprehensibly fucking quick. Yeah. And then it's like, what if one day machines are just like, yeah, so if we just kill all the humans with defects yeah. and then just like they just wiped us out or yeah. yeah, let's kill all the humans that look a certain way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's keep the red ones and not the green ones. Like, what? yeah. Fuck is going on here? Yeah, just yeah. through like weird programming that it doesn't. Yeah. Actually, yeah, just like well, they want us to get rid of the green. Yeah. They want us to get rid of the green tomatoes. Therefore, <laughs> they must want us to get rid of insert type of person here. It's like what? No, what? No, we didn't say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It's 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 scary. It's really scary. Yeah. When when you couple like the infinite bounds of expansion of ai like with something like the Neuralink, i'm like this is gonna be shit like this is not Mm. i don't think those two together is a good idea no i I agree which this is awful is if we had a chip in our brain you know we say like oh you know what if one day the fucking ai does a terminator skynet creates loads of machines and it what if it just switches us off? I like switches us into its drones, its its machines. You know, it just takes over our brain. We don't know. To, mm. to in in our own consciousness, we're dead. But actually, we're acting as like yeah, a yeah. hive mind for for an AI. A little bee, little bee worker for them. Yeah. God. Yes, and then the aliens rock up, and they're like, "Oh, these are all very efficient." But actually, it turns out we're we're a machine. Yeah, I'm I'm very worried about. When the AI becomes more clever than us, that, that what's it called again? That um, or sentient, or yeah, there, there's a word for it when it when it goes over that peak. That it's more intelligent because I just think that if it looks at us, we're the most intelligent creatures on the planet. And then so so look how the most intelligent creatures on the planet treat everything below it. Like we just everything below it, we use basically. You know, all the animals and that we get them wrapped up into little packages so we can eat them um it's just the way we live don't we we just we yeah. are we, we've made that the planet good for us at yeah. whatever means and, and i <laughs> so just once that goes right i'm more intelligent it'll just i it's either gonna be our mate or it's gonna be like you know i'm more intelligent. Yeah. you're just you're you are nothing to me you're like yeah chicken or bird or and or whatever i don't know what it says but it won't be with high regard i imagine no and because we made it it will probably have some some like reflections of us and that is something that we have isn't it like we don't have Mm. i know obviously you get like the people protesting and stuff and the people that stand up for it. But as a rule, we don't have regard for other life on Earth because we mm. are superior. So if the AI then takes that element of humanity, mm. then, yeah, we're fucked. 
Is were you thinking about the technological singularity? Sing that's the word, yeah. Singularity, yeah, which is yeah. incoming, that's isn't it? Yeah, the moment where AI supersedes humanity. Yeah. And apparently it's twenty twenty seven, so yeah, fucking a couple years left. Cool. Well, no, it's not cool. I was gonna say it's cool that we get to see it, but I don't know. <laughs> it's cool that we yeah. li get to live through the tyranny enforcing yeah. us by AI. I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Hopefully, it's just a letdown, like the um, you know, like in the year 2000 when the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hopefully, it's just a massive letdown, and it's like they're just <laughs> AI are just dumb, and uh, yeah. yeah. They can't work it out, and we just go, "Oh, what the fuck, right about?" Like, yeah, we created just... this picture for you, ha ha ha. Yeah, ha, ha. let's just use it for tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I, on on, like, I've got the uh, the Google Pixel Seven, which has that um, magic eraser feature. Yeah, and uh, I was on holiday, um, in in Crete, and I took a picture, and I wanted to get rid of everyone else in the shot, other than the people that I was with. So I did that, and then I just thought, "Fucking hell, man!" In like forty, it's not. It's, this is such a minor thing, but in like forty years' time, if I look back at that photograph, I will have probably have forgotten mm -hmm. yeah. that I removed those people, and so that to me that I'm looking at will be a memory, but that memory is false. Mm -hmm. So it's literally mm -hmm. creating false memories. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah, like, yeah. It's literally creating the Mandela effect. Where well, you... yeah. So yes, yeah, so I guess so. If you remember, say, if you do remember what actually happened, but you don't remember, remember it changing it, yeah, with a feature. So hang on a minute. I swear there were people in this picture. Yeah, yeah. And then actually, yeah. just fucking, it's just an somehow we managed to find a beach with an empty ocean. That's yeah, I, and like on that as well. That it's got that good at even now just putting someone's face into a video that there could yeah. be videos of you doing stuff that it, like I say could surface in like 10 years and you're like is that even me or like, yeah. is it a memory and like yeah and that's the thing if you watch something of yourself you play it back in your mind that does create a memory but it's, it's yeah. false because most of our memories are false anyway they're not they're not actually yeah. true to what happened they're just like yeah. versions of it yeah craziness yeah scary but there's some other um things that are, are being researched that are crazy um one of them is called and this piqued my interest because it's got necro in it the word necro uh necrobotics um so this is reanimating dead things um <laughs> that's always gone well in the movies yeah, um there is a university that uh basically turning dead things in, into robots. Um, and it does, it literally sounds like a plot to this just awful, awful time. Um, I mean, if, if you just, if you said what you're saying now, necrobotics yeah. was being researched by the Nazis in World War II, you'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. But the fact it's just a university, like, yeah, let's just yeah. turn dead shit into robots. What's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. So, right, so you want Nazi zombies uh, and yes. fucking Terminator in one. <laughs> let's cool. go. Oh, yeah, dear. I have seen this with the old yeah. spider. Yes, a team of researchers turned a dead spider oh, into a robot-like gripper, uh, given the ability to pick up other objects. To achieve this, they take a spider oh, and inject God. it with air, this works because spiders use hydraulics to force their version of blood into their limbs, making them extend. Oh. 
It, it, it is, and in fact, they did it with a spider as well. So many people just hate spiders. I feel like they did this on mm. purpose. Um, but yeah, that is just not a good time. It's not a good time. Why? Uh, why are we? Why are we doing this? Do we really need spiders to grip shit? Dead yeah. ones. Dead ones that like zombie spiders. Yeah. That. that are, That's and, fucking horrendous, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's the worst thing to come as a yeah a spider that. You can't even kill it because it's dead anyway. <laughs> oh <Just> no! <laughs> operating with air, and it's it's lit, well, it makes it sound a lot more simple than it probably is. But if you just pump air into it, it becomes able to move. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah. So they will, they, no doubt, in the future they'll have a little compressor with air that they'll have to put in that will just pump a little bit of air around and they'll be able to remote control dead spiders. Yeah. Fuck it now. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good at all. Another one they're looking at doing, which I I think this one's been around for quite a long time, but as of yet, I don't think there's been a major rollout or success with it, which is um, xenotransplantation, where they take like animal organs and trying to make the, the human body basically accept it and work. Again, mm. I'm like, I see the benefits, but also see, like, is there something that could go horribly wrong there? Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not clued up in the science of it to give you one way or the other. I just think that my personal opinion is just like, don't fuck with that shit. But at the same time, if you could save someone, they need an organ and the animal one will work, I guess you do it. Isn't someone had a pig heart transplant? Or am I making that up? You they, they might have. I can't I can't really remember definitively if they did it in a human or they tried it on like basically yeah, lab condition. I don't I don't know. Oh, it does say here actually one of the oh, most common so, procedures. So, yeah, they so someone had a terminal heart disease, uh they had a pig heart implanted and they live for two months so it is yeah so it's not doesn't work yet yeah this says here that yeah they've done it twice so this is successfully happened twice successful after one of them died i don't know um however one of the patients was only alive for a few months and the second is still being observed so oh we'll see interesting Mm. that's mad there's someone going around with a pig heart yeah (laughs) yeah I know there's that talk of that guy having a head transplant, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that ever came to fruition. I mean, that's like a different, that's just like a completely different level, isn't it? Yeah. yeah having the insane. entire head transplant. Some Robocop stuff there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Also, like, um, I've read about 3D printed bones. Is a oh, okay. another one which that one kind of makes sense. I mean, I guess there's no other than it breaking or it being defective. I don't think that really hurts mm. anyone to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, people have like metal or whatever they put in. Don't know titanium. Or they have different bits of metal put in, don't they? So yeah. if you got sort of a better solution for something than that, that's probably better for humans. Yeah, I think my I think my grandma's got to um replace knees or knee replacements. Yeah. 
another one as well, a free link to the 3D printing. It's 3D printing food. Um, that one, I don't really know how that would even work. Because as far as I'm, I I'm not too clued up on 3D printing. But it uses plastic, right? For 3D printing? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think you can get different 3D printers now that you can put stuff in. So the food one, I imagine, it, the, it will be using edible stuff right like the 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 the, you know the stream of like plastic it would be a stream of edible stuff and then it would print and make Mm. the object um but yeah i don't know i I get like i said not to click maybe adds water into it if most of stuff's water so you get some water some of this stuff put it in and yeah got yourself a little chicken breast I mean, because the 3D printing is like basically just exploded from when it first started and people were making like fucking basic figurines with it or basic shapes. Yeah. You can get 3D printed houses now. Um, There's loads of companies who invested a lot of money into 3D printing houses. Um, That's mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's weird. That's a massive printer. Yeah, well, but I get. I guess if you can, any if you make anything, do that. That's like takes out all the human work. Then mm. fair enough. Yeah, I think I saw a video of a house being three D printed. It's basically build this massive frame, and mm. it has like the x and y axis that the machine actually works on. The three D printer moves to a certain spot, starts making a line of basically, I'm guessing cement. Um, and follows a, a strict path. It it looks exactly the same as if you're 3D printing something on a small 3D printer, but just enlarged to the point where they have to oh, build a frame over a, like, a massive area, and it covers all of it. Um, yeah. yeah, that looks. I guess. I guess the principle. Yeah, it makes sense, really. Mm. And it's, it's eventually down the line. I'm assuming it'll be more cost effective as well. Mm. Minus the massive layout for the technology um, mm. and the people who know how it works and how to get it to work properly. Yeah. yeah. But what do have you guys got any like predictions you think for the future that you think might happen or are likely to happen? Don't necessarily, I guess they don't necessarily have to be with technology. Like my my one is I. I do think we're going to reach a point where we won't be using um, fiat currency like pounds or dollars as they are now. I don't think we'll be using them in the, like the next twenty years. Yeah, yeah, that it's it seems that way, doesn't it? It's mm. definitely going that route. Um, I think there'll be. A, I don't want to sound like a prepper, but I think there'll be another type of scenario where. Um. Yeah, that that uh, supply systems get tested. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. just because they're very like we're like one or two days off like a major catastrophe. Um, so it could be in any form really. Like, mate, I don't know. Electric grid goes down, water goes down, something goes down, or something that gets affected. Um, that that gets kind of tested. Yeah. Um. I envisage that at some point. Don't know what. Do you think they'd ever try lock us down again? 
And I do say try because I don't yeah. think many people would get on board at all. I think I personally think that there's a bit of resistance, obviously, before. But I don't know what percentage were compliant with the, the vaccine and lockdown, but I just think it's swung the other way now. By yeah. I just think people were, there's been too much stuff after it that people were just like, well, that was, yeah, I'm not having it. Um, too many things yeah. came out, the government and lots of other stuff. Um, so, yeah, that, but I think they would maybe do it in a different way if they were to. It wouldn't be, I don't think it'd be like a COVID thing. It, they'd try and do it with like maybe a war type of scenario or something in the air or some other type of scenario that 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 would f- get the fear into us. Um, AI, yeah. AI, AI, aliens, attacks, something that's like not been done that, you know, I think yeah. they're clever enough to, to go. If if you speak to most people and they go, yeah, I wouldn't let lockdown happen to me again, then the, who, if they were to do that and it was, they wanted to do that, they would know that. So they would have to make it a pretty convincing thing to, to lock us down, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I think they would still try it, but I think mm. the uptake and people actually abiding by the rule set would be fucking so close to zero i don't even think yeah it would work but even from like for example like the the covid jabs i had the first one i had the second one and i don't think i had the boosters any of the boosters and i had people no, I in my family who were saying why are you not getting the boosters Do, mm. you know you need to get the boosters mm. and now yeah. they've covid never really leaves the news but it's come back recently saying all oh, this you know continuing to develop to develop new strains, we're seeing this, we're seeing that. So they're always talking about the future booster or the next jab. And mm. there is one meant to be um, coming out either later on this year or next. Uh, they're bringing it forwards, apparently, from when it was first developed. Um, and there's people in my family now who are like, probably won't get that one, who were mm. before just like, Mm. saying yeah. you need to why are you not getting this why are you not getting the booster yeah yeah, yeah. and i feel yeah. like that is the sentiment of basically the entire thing of covid like the story yeah. was yeah we need all this stuff done and the longer it went on was like mm, do we need it do we need it do we need it i can't be fucked so yeah yeah, yeah. it's just weird it, how that um yeah switched. i think you're right, so right in what you say i think it tailed off after that second jab yeah. Um, so I didn't yeah. get the boost. I know a lot of people who just got the second jab, and and the reason behind that, I was actually a bit anti-vax, I would say, but I think what they did was obviously they did that long, long lockdown, yeah. and then then they kind of gave you a bit of a get out and like, oh, you can travel. Like, I, I hundred percent, if you could have travelled without about a jab, I wouldn't have gotten it. I, I just wouldn't have gotten them. Yeah. Um, but. I wanted to travel, so it was like, hundred percent. I didn't know, I didn't know when that would come in, and I was like, in my head, just, um, yeah, I, it'd probably be a different story now. Don't know. Um, I yeah. get, I get what you mean. Uh, my mine was, so I get to go on holiday. Yeah, yeah. okay, then that yeah. was literally why. Same, if, same yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it's just, you know, I, I hate, hate talking about it because that that whole period, like fucked me off but you know it's just even the information how it changes over time like you know especially in america and shit 
like I've heard Tim Dillon talk about it. And it, I know he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist in that, but um, you know, it's like it's amazing how now they're like, well, we didn't force you to get it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, are you serious? Yeah. You couldn't go in a fucking grocery shop yeah, without yeah. it. How can you say you didn't force people to get it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's fuck it. You know, it's just, oh man, but. You know, but then I got into, you know, but then I'm not going to fucking say I was all anti, anti, anti. You know, I was there in the supermarket where you saw the guy who didn't wear the mask and was like, fuck yeah, this yeah. shit, I'm not wearing the mask. And then I just, I was there with my trolley with my mask being like, come on, mate, just fucking yeah, yeah. put it on. Like, what are you doing, you selfish prick? It's like, well, you know, it's, it's, so I was, I was in it, you know, yeah, but fuck it. But ultimately with the vaccine, you know, fucking healthy guy in his mid twenties. I'm not gonna fucking, you know. I know some people did, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I was at that much risk. You know, yeah. And, and, so... and the and the vaccine. Given the fact, my thought process behind it was like, well, if you're going on the fire, if it is to do some like mass damage, if it's not just a money thing that they're doing it for, if it's to cause like, if they, you know, they want to get everyone injected for whatever reason. Um, I was like, they could probably do that anyway. If they're going to be that sinister, just do it with your TV shot or something. Like, yeah. don't make a big fuss about it. Just do it above when we get all these yeah. other vaccines. Like, because none of those have changed. People, yeah. you know, the month, the whatever vaccines you get. But like, I mean, when I was younger, I know, like, you need this. Yep, yeah, I didn't. I don't even know what injections are. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, yeah, I wasn't that worried about it. No. Obviously. Post this, there's been a lot of stuff come out, uh, and perhaps that's why. Perhaps that's a, you know, perhaps you should have been a bit more um, dubious, and I, I would be this time. Um, yeah. But I still, I still don't think they, they, I still don't think their like intention was to uh, kill everyone off, whatever. No, I just think it was a money thing. I just oh, think yeah. it's, a, yeah. and it, it yeah. usually always is. Even the other, yeah. even now, I question all my other jabs that I've had in the past. Like it probably are. It probably is. Well, probably I'll, is I'll money take... stuff, but there, you know, it probably is a, an actual element of saving lots of people as well. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, the the only the only way my thoughts on that, I do agree. Like, so with the with the jabs, I got them because I wanted to go on holiday, right? Did I at any point think, oh, this is a tracking ship? Oh, this is to fucking kill us? Oh, this is to make us infertile? Like a lot of the conspiracy theorists, mm. like they were like, oh, this is to do this. No, I didn't. The only thing that I regret with the vaccine is that it was, and it needed to be, I understand, but it was rolled out very quickly mm -hmm. with very minimal testing. So from yeah. that point of view, you can see it as reckless, you know, yeah. to do it unnecessarily, should I say. But I, ne yeah, I never thought like, oh, you know, this is going to, this is, this is for population control, like a lot of people did. But mm -hmm you can't deny that they rolled it out quickly again yeah. caveat because they had to you know so they must have skipped some mm -hmm. things to do it so yeah yeah but i you know i was i at the time i you know it was a very very controversial stance but i was like hang on a minute what do you mean it came from a a, a, a fucking meat market in wuhan when there's literally a covid and viral testing facility weaponized testing research laboratory in wuhan mm. is that not yeah, fucking yeah. obvious and it's yeah, like whoa yeah. that's a bit racist <laughs> what do you mean and now it's like oh yeah well yeah, yeah it it came out of the lab accidentally it's like well yeah fucking obviously you know yeah. 
but just stuff like that. It's it's mad how if you just give things a few years, you know, I think so. It's all maybe, right. <laughs> maybe going forward. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe going forwards, just don't leap to any fucking conclusions because the truth's just going to come out. You know, don't back yeah. things to the hilt. Don't fucking, you know, just. It's just going to, you know, because they the bollocks, if it's bollocks, it'll come out, you know. Yeah. But Zenbass, I know we're really into fucking COVID and lockdown chat now, but Zenbass says about look at the excess deaths. Yeah, I mean, if I had fucking COVID documented and then got hit by a bus, my death would have went down as caused by COVID. Yeah. yeah. That was all bollocks. That was sus as fuck. Like how they just exacerbated all the the death numbers, you know. You, you know, we said there about the future thing, like that was kind of my my uh, my point as well. Like how how quickly, like society, not crumble, but just like we just were very fragile. You just see, very, yeah, yeah. Like as a whole, yeah. Like, um, not not so, very reliant on we're all sitting in our houses. We're kind of yeah. like if you think about past civilizations. Like they weren't, you know, reliant on food supply chains, and they they were like quite self sufficient. And I know, you know, like the Amazon people got wiped out by disease and that going through. But like, I just feel that we are as a as a as an earthly um, nation, we, we are very. We just I feel like we're on that brink, man. Of like, yeah, just, you know, there's not enough money for everyone. Our whole system relies on money. Um, yeah, as in like, there's not enough cash in the banks. Like mm-hmm. we're just. Which we seem on the teeter, like the food supply chain is like one or two, three days, like yeah. coming through. It just seems like if there's a few, few things that go wrong, um, we're, we're like very susceptible to to chaos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I tell you, the, the other thing for me, which it could have just been my own naivete, but for me, and I know it was unlike anything that we'd experienced before in that, but COVID was like, oh my God, the government don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. They're actually mm-hmm. making this shit up as they go along. Yeah. How yeah. often do they just fucking make shit up as they go along, kick the can down the road and wait till they get to it? Like, it yeah. was it, it was like, holy shit, they have no idea. Yeah. Like, it may as well be yeah. me in there. They have yeah. no idea. Yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah. And how and that, many that, things is like that? Yeah. That also leads it leads you to the other question. It's like, well, you can either think there's someone plotting it all and orchestrating it all yeah. and very clever and doing all this stuff and, and know exactly what they're doing, or it's just a fucking shit show yeah. and no one really knows what's going on. And yeah. like and the stuff that they're doing causes harm because they're shit. Yeah. And yeah. I tend to go through that route. Yeah, yeah. At the, Unless at... it's all run by BlackRock That's... above yeah. everything. I was literally and Vanguard and all these fucking. And the, anyway. they're fucking the Rothschilds, whatever they are. Yeah. I was literally like... about to say, if you ju- if you had the ability to and you could follow literally all the money, you'd find out what's being what's happening. You'd find yeah. out who's making the moves, who's making the decisions, who's right. influencing. Watch the Tim Dillon, and I know it's a comedian, blah, blah blah. But he had RFK on there recently. Um, JFK's nephew, who's running for yeah. government uh, for for president, 
he had him on the thingy. And some of the shit that RFK says about like BlackRock and all that sort of stuff, how every like how they own the housing market and how they're like manipulating it and shit to like because they loan money out or they get money loans, but they own the banks that they're loaning from so they can never lose and all this fucking mad shit. It's just it, to increase. It's just fucking. It's fucking crazy. You should definitely give it a watch, it, even if just for a laugh. It's fucking. It's insane. Yeah. Just to like, but and obviously he is terrified of assassination because of his uncle, mm. um, and he reckons that his uncle basically peeked behind the curtain at all how all of this yeah. actually works, and that's what got him killed. Yeah, mm. and now is that the one with the voice. Yes, yeah, yeah, he had a. I think he had like some sort of degenerate disease or yeah, something yeah. that fucked his voice completely. But um, but yeah, it's that every time he speaks, it sounds like a massive like yeah. effort, like fuck it. But um, but yeah, but it's a fascinating podcast to listen to. Yeah, and um, the Tim Dillon that. RFK episode it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, he's on uh, Joe Rogan as well. He's on Joe Rogan yeah. recently and as well about yeah. the vaccine. I was like, all that yeah. shit got me thinking about the vaccine. I was like, oh, like. I was just like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen um Painkiller on Netflix? It's no. the dramatization of the origins of Oxycontin. Right. And how are that because that was like fucking like or still out of it like 20 times the potency of heroin, wasn't it? Yeah. And it yeah, just yeah. crippled the country. But yeah. they were just making so much money off of it. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. It's always money, man. That's the thing. Yeah. That that's the. It's always just about money. Like yeah. that's as sinister as it gets. There's no like. There's yeah. there's no like you know control. They need people and they need your life because they need you to be working. Yeah. Because they need you to be functioning to make money. Because uh, they just want more money. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just. Um, it's. it's it's at the root of everything, isn't it? It's, it is. Yeah. And it's, and it's not even like, I, I think there's that many, sh- like with BlackRock and all that, there's that many like shareholders and that at the top and they, you know, they get, they need to earn so much money that they only get a small percentage of it, but they need that to do their lifestyle. So it's just yeah. like, they, it's like, we'll just keep rolling that out to the masses whatever you know it doesn't matter how many people you hurt or whatever just because they uh, there's a bunch of them just living a lifestyle and and they probably get duped into it anyway they probably that you know they don't know if stuff's right or wrong like they just think oh well let's just send out who gives a fuck yeah as long as it makes money who cares yeah yeah just um a point when you talked about medication you just remind me of a video that i saw a couple of weeks ago and i might butcher this but it was essentially a pharmacist talking to a podcast host. I can't remember their name. Um, but he was basically saying how it works in America is you've got the insurance companies, the health insurance companies. Basically, you, you pay into it for your um, from your wage, essentially, at work. Um, and he said there was a customer who come in or a patient that come in and they needed this medication. And he said that he couldn't tell them that if they just bought it for themselves, it would be probably about half, maybe even twice the price less 
than yeah. if they have to go through their health, uh, health insurance, which they had to do. So he can't physically tell them. He can't actually tell mm. them that it's cheaper for them. So he has to say, look, this is this is um, going to be put through on your health insurance. And then they just don't know what the price is. It's, that's it. Yeah, because it's, it also varies from health insurance company to health insurance yeah. company. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. So if you just walk in there, you can buy it for say a hundred dollars. But they, but if they have a deal with a health insurance company, they'll sell it for like fucking two hundred and fifty dollars. It's, it's so it's so it's so yeah, strange, man. so strange. But or and then another health insurance company would be like one hundred and seventy five dollars. So he couldn't give a straight answer because yeah. he didn't know yeah. who's buying it. And it depends on who's buying it as to what the price is, rather than it just be this is the price. Yeah, it's insane. That's why they call them like they say they're the you know they're the biggest drug dealers in the world because yeah they're getting the they're getting the chemical at rock bottom price yeah yeah and then all the rest is just marketing advertising manipulation um to 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 sell you a pill. That yeah. you probably don't even need. It's exactly the same. Anything like it. It's exactly the same it, here. Sorry, it's exactly the same here as if you buy paracetamol from like Tesco's for like forty-five p, and then mm. you go and buy Nurofen, and yeah. you look at the pa- yeah. other brands available. You look at the packaging. You like <laughs> you can see the same batch code and the same like ingredients is is paracetamol, and you're like, yeah, fuck, they're like. You automatically go, well, I'll get the Neurofen because yeah. that's better, isn't it? Yeah, Neurofen Neuro have done a great job of of uh, making you think it's fucking better somehow. Yeah. Well, uh, this is, I'm, I'm going to prove your point correct. I thought Neurofen was different. I thought it was a different product. No, is it just a brand? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just ibuprofen. Just branded, yeah. mate. No it's way. Yeah. Mate, it's just, just, yeah. It's literally, they've just adverts, TV, branding, like, I Look thought at the go-tos are paracetamol, <coughs> ibuprofen, and, and neurofen. No, nah, neurofen is just ibuprofen. Uh, wow. But some of them, some of them are mixed up. Yeah, so some of them are like blended. The neurofen brand is like got caffeine in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I, I sometimes get caught out by them. Got a headache yeah. late at night, and then it's fucking caffeine plus or whatever. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it. but it's all the same. It's all the same shit. It's all yeah. the same shit. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say that I've never experienced anything like it uh, when you go to America. And you turn on the TV, the fucking adverts. Yeah, they're, they're all uh, pharmaceutical companies. They're all drugs. And then mm. at the end of the advert, it's like some side effects include stroke, death, blah blah blah, and it just reels off all the side effects. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, man. But it's just how mad how heavily um, pharmaceuticals are marketed in in America. You know, and it's not just I. You know, this is for your headache. This is like you know, have you if you got, I don't yeah, know, IBS, you know, fucking yeah. It's anything. just like you need yeah, this. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, playing on your fear, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and from watching those documentaries or on the TV shows, um, their marketers are that good that they. I generally think that most of the doctors think they're doing good. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably some of them know that they're not. I don't know, but most of them like they're just sold a lie and they just pass on the lie. And and you yeah. think because you're going to a doctor, you know, it's a person of stature, um, someone who's like, authoritative. You just what they tell you, you, you generally accept. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like back to the oxycontin um, thing. They specifically hired attractive women. 
to go into doctors' um, surgeries to flirt and sell the product to the doctors. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're called Oxycontin bunnies or something like that. I've heard you in the pharmaceutical company that introduced it um, and aggressively marketed and highly promoted it. Um, oh, here, oh, this is pretty. Sorry, go on. Um, yeah, they just need, they need, don't they? They need their like big hit drug of yeah, the time. Yeah. This, this was it, right? So, Purdue, this is fucking crazy. They introduced it in 1996, right? And aggressively marketed and highly promoted it. This is on the uh, a Gov article, um, NCBI, right? Sales grew in 1996, $48 million. By 2000, the year 2000, their sales grew to 1.1 billion mm. by pushing this this oxycontin. Mad, and then by 2004, oxycontin had become the leading drug of abuse in the United States. Yeah, it's, basically... it's literally medicated heroin. Yeah, oxycontin. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And it was yeah. just slow, heroin with a different fucking... Yeah, it's crazy. And it was just being handed I, I... out. Yeah, and then you've got stuff like research they've done into like psilocybin, which has got loads of positive effects and with like mental health and and um and yet they're just yeah they're just not won't like you know put it through trials and release it maybe just because it's just not they can't monetize it yeah yeah fucking nuts fucking the whole thing is just fucking crazy isn't it and so I, I, sorry Dan go ahead. I'll just say, I, I don't know about you guys, but after watching all that stuff and these programs coming out, like I'm a lot more dubious now when I go to the NHS or the doctors. Like I, I don't, I'm saying I don't believe a word I say, but I'm just like, I'll check stuff myself. I look for like alternative, um, you know, like natural remedies and stuff. I've just lost so much. But when I was a kid, I would go if they were like, yeah, you need to have this, this, and this. Yeah, okay, yeah, injection from take yeah. that. I was like, they. They they know exactly what they're doing, you know. Yeah. But but not I'm not saying that they don't. Obviously, they do a lot of training and, and research and stuff. But I just the people above them are just there's a lot of weird schemes to make money, and uh, and they're kind of part of it, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. But they they don't they don't have to tell you the truth. Like they a doctor doesn't have to tell you the truth. They can't necessarily put you in harm's way. But if you ask a straight question to them and they give you an answer that you don't find to be straight, it's because they don't have to tell you the truth. Like they don't have yeah, to tell yeah. you anything that isn't going to be bad for your health. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I suppose there is. You should have a slight amount of skepticism about people. Well, who also, are, they're yeah. human, so they yeah, get they yeah get they get things yeah, yeah. Like, and they're under like, immense pressure. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. like my my granddad. Um, he and this was back in the 90s he died when i was two he so what happened with him he had horrendous asthma and stuff and he was and he also had type one diabetes i think anyway he was given some medication and he was on it for like a year or two and um he, he got worse and stuff and then he went to the hospital and the doctor came in and saw him taking this medication he apparently and my my nanny and my um my uncle who was the eldest son, were there. They swear this is true. The doctor took it out of his hands, my granddad's hands, threw it on the bed and said, that is what is killing you. A really? medication that a doctor had prescribed. Yeah, yeah. 
and he's and and apparently the, the whatever the fuck it was has since been like you know banned or whatever. But then uh, you know, then he had heart arrhythmia. They stopped his heart in order to restart it to reset the rhythm and just couldn't get couldn't restart his his heart. So that's how he sadly passed away. But yeah, they were literally medicating him with something that another doctor comes in and just instantly goes, "Why the fuck are you taking that? That is yeah. what is making you worse." You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think crazy. they're so so busy as well. Obviously, and you know, it's even more like nowadays. But they're just they're within the nicest way. They just want to get rid of you as, as quick as possible to get through the next person because they're just up against it all day. Yeah. So like they haven't got as much time to really sit and duck. But but like that quick diagnosis and get rid of you it could be like the wrong diagnosis. And yeah. then and then like you say, you're the implications of that is you're potentially going away and taking something for months and months in your body. Yeah. Um, I, I was on naproxen, um, which a really heavy, uh, it's like migraine. I was on that for about a year and a half yeah. and for massive migraines. And one of the side effects of that is migraines. <laughs> um, so yeah. it's fucking messed up, man. It was like, I had to like a cold turkey on them uh, and I don't take any really, any paracetamol or anything there, but I was pop. I was having them. I brewed in paracetamol every day, like multiple ones. Um, yeah, just to like tone it down. Um, and it, but it would never really go. Uh, and yeah, I just had to like a cold turkey for about two months to for it to fully yeah. go. I remember. I always remember. A lot, I don't remember. It was a few years back. You and Dan. Uh, different Dan, not you, Dan, but a different Dan. Um, it was my birthday, and uh, we went to you, just like took me to like Frankie and Benny's or something. I didn't have any plans, and so we were just like, ah, let's go, you know, go get some food. And at the time, I just injured my rib at the gym, and I was given both cocodamol and naproxen mm. to take at the same time. Yeah, and I was just like a, a, a stoned out zombie. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was so bad. I came away. I swear on my life, this is true. I came away from that meal with you and Dan, Lars, and I couldn't really recall anything, any conversation, anything that had happened. So I stopped. I, I, I resumed the pain of my rib rather than taking those in in combination because it was just literally. I was yeah. just. Yeah, I, you, I, it was just I was I just wasn't there in Mongate though. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on Takedamore as well um, for a short period, and the combination of that. And the I was, at, at one point, I was taking about before going to naproxen. I was taking about eight um, ibuprofen per day. I was going through packs of them, just wow. like literally, and they just didn't do nothing. Um, yeah, because obviously you just build up a tolerance. Mm. But it is bad how you can you can. You can get addicted, but I was just like, I wasn't having it. I was like, this can't be, this can't just be life. No, you can't. There's got to be something or another way to to to, to beat this. Yeah, I think cocodamol is can be quite highly addictive. Um, mm. Naproxen, I don't know too much about. I mean, my other half's taken naproxen before for like a knee issue, knee pain. Um, and it is strong, like it is mm. fairly strong, as is cocodamol. So, given you cocodamol and naproxen to have at the same time, is there just is a like, caveat to this, right? So, as my friend was a doc, was the doctor in in the A and E, right? And I think they were like, "I'm going to sort him out here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, so that could also be, but you know, still not not great, but. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, so because I remember, I mean, it was beautiful. I feel terrible actually saying this, but like, you know, I went in four hour wait, dropped a text. I'm in A&E all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, you know, yeah. they're seeing me. And um, so that was, you know, but, but, yeah, then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden I've got these two stacked boxes of naproxen <laughs> and cocodamol. And it's like, yeah, just take them together. You'll be absolutely fine. And it's like, but you didn't tell me not to drive, but I can tell you now it was a good thing I fucking didn't because Jesus Christ. Like, Well, the thing, yeah. the thing about that meal that you, you, you mentioned, uh, me and Dan didn't Do you go. remember it? Me and Dan weren't there. <laughs> no, I was I, just sat there by myself. Uh, that's brilliant. I was in my bedroom. I wasn't even in Frankie and Benny's. No, I do. I do remember running. that. I do remember that. I I do remember taking you to Frankie and Benny's, which is now that's closed down. The one we went to. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that was. I remember you had that issue with your rib as well. Like, yeah, because it really annoyed me that because I. I did. I injured my rib on an incline leg press machine. Basically, as my legs came down towards my body, my rib just popped. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, I've injured my rib. And obviously, if any of you guys have had a rib injury, yeah, yeah. It's breathing, amazing, laughing, yeah. coughing, sneezing. Oh my god, I developed a phobia of sneezing because yeah. it was like, here we go. Someone's now going to swing an axe into my chest. Yeah. Bosh. Yeah, no. And there's nothing they can do. Months. No, just oh, have to let it in. Yeah, I did. I did two of mine. I landed. I landed on a curb. Oh. Uh, and then it just. I landed on the curb there. Oh, mate, it's horrible. Nah. That's... Yeah, rib injuries horrendous. Yeah. You you also really learn quickly just how often you breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. 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 No upper body for for months and months. Yeah. I think it took me about six, four to six months to heal. Before I could yeah. do like press ups and stuff. Yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah. I've fortunately I've never had something that feels like I've I've done a ribbon or anything. The closest I've ever come is to when I I think you were there, Jordan, when I went down that fucking bank on um I wasn't. Oh, you I, saw, I saw the video you saw like the, the video. next day. You were sledding, right? Yeah, I sled it was just a random piece of oh, I don't even know if it was like a something you take to the beach, like a sort of like plastic paddling pool or whatever, but it broken off basically into pieces. And we were taking it in turns and just like sledding down this slope that was just caning it into basically pavement. It was like a, probably like a four foot drop at the end <laughs> and it was just pavement. And I remember going down there and I was like, this is not going to end well. And it, it didn't, it hurt a lot. And I thought I'd done something to the left side of my, um, like low torso i was in pain for about 20 minutes but then it just faded and i was like that could have been horrific like i could have just completely split my abdomen apart because looking back there's like a bench nearby at the bottom if i landed uh, if my body hit that bench oh my god that could have been so different but yeah that was uh, young and young and stupid but yeah that's the closest i've ever come Fortunately, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I've break broken anything either. Um, now I'm going to the yeah. gym. I'm sure that'll fucking that'll be uh, curse words. Get my knees buckled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they, oh, those ones are the good. Oh, mate. oh that is. Oh, I have, oh, I've mate. literally done legs today, and that is my biggest fear. 
because I've yeah. had problems with my knees before uh, oh. where they just lock up. I haven't had it for years, but during college, there's a couple of times when my knee locked up. And I'm like, please, uh, I'm, I'm pushing yeah. 230 kilogram on this fucking line. <laughs> I can't, nice. I can't have this where my fucking legs are the back of my fucking head. <laughs> Oh. Just make sure there's always a slight bend in the knee. Yes. So never, never, ever, yeah. ever yeah. lock out. Mate, there, there, ever. I think it was last Saturday, there was this guy, and I kid you not, his knees were hyperextending. And I was like, mate, I don't want to tell you anything because, you know, I've only been here for a few months and you look pretty fit. Like, you look like you <laughs> look after yourself pretty well. But my God, I'm not, I can't just sit here on this fucking this rowing machine watching you potentially have your legs buckle. I can't do it. So I, I just went, I'll go on the fucking treadmill. Fuck this. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll watch. I sometimes watch those clips of the weight where they're doing stuff. Oh. And it's like, I mean, they're doing like moves and you're like, why would you, you, you wouldn't even just do that normally. Like, why are you doing it with, with weights? Um, yeah. Like pick, I don't know, you know, when I'm pick, you can see it as well. It always just like when they like start hanging them from like oh, yeah. under their legs and they're like, and it's just like, or, or I watched another guy had, he put um weights on there and he was like, he's supposed to hold the bar, lift them like that. And then he, yeah. so he had that just balancing there and then he got another one and was lifting it. And then that one oh, just swung over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mess with weights. No. I knocked myself out when I was young with, with a weight sink. Um, Fuck. Not even, I mean, it was stupid, but it wasn't even like trying to show off on it. So I had a, I had a weight sink in my uh, in the living room. And my mum was talking to me and I was like, I was taking the weights off to make it a uh, liar. Oh no. And I, so that one had two and this one had two. And I just grabbed that and I just yeah. pulled it. I didn't even think, I just pulled it off. And, uh, and, then... and there's a metal bar. And it ah. came up like it and it hit me under the eye oh, and uh, caught me. And I just looked around at my mom and then I was like, and I just, <laughs> just dropped to the floor. Yeah. I just went yeah. down, shaking me, waking me up. Yeah, it caught me right under the eye. Just a little. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, man. You always got to take them off evenly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, want, I saw a video um, literally the other day of li- pretty much that. Um, someone took a load of weight plates off one side, um, and then there was a load of weights on the other side. Yeah, and then the the bar just swings off towards this guy, and this other guy just goes like that and catches it. And it's like CCTV footage. It literally like saves this guy's fucking life because it was like a twenty kilo bar, and there was probably, I mean, they must have been fifteen plates or maybe twenties. You know, so you got like a hundred kilos of momentum. The 20 kilo bar coming straight at this guy's head, and this guy just puts his arm out. Yeah, it's literally literally trebucheting into his face without that, (laughs) without that intervention. It was the end of the fucking bar. He would have, I think, I was death to be honest. Yeah, a serious head trauma. That would have fucking implanted in his head. You're Dan, you're lucky if that went under your eye. Yeah, Yeah, mate, it just caught me. Uh, so yeah, under my my right eye eye. socket, yeah. But so, luckily, because it was already on the frame. It, it only traveled like that distance. Um, yeah. That was already, it was already high up anyway. So it, like, yeah, I mean, it fucking hurt and it knocked me out. Yeah. But like, yeah, luckily it didn't, Um, it only, the momentum hadn't caught it. Yeah. I mean, you, you see enough problems in the gym 
like there are like films of people doing stuff properly and it fucking goes mm. wrong. So if you're doing yeah. stuff and it's not right, fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, it's just, that's it. cat to come through. Sorry, it's my. I thought she was at work. Yeah. Fuck, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I hate it when I mean, their muscles go. Like they're doing something and then yeah, that muscle yeah. just goes, yeah, see you later and just rips yeah, out and yeah. goes up to their arm or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rank. mate. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that. On that note. Cheery note. <laughs> I think it's time to end. Thank you for joining us. We've been through quite a journey Everything. as we normally do yeah <laughs> I mean, that's, that is kind of a staple of this podcast it's really you just don't know what the fuck's going on at any point but you're here for the ride and i think you what we're best doing and obviously we can't do this for seo reasons and all sorts of, but um you may as well just put atma episode 136 rather than a title <laughs> it's true because it's just gonna fuck it it's true it's gonna go everywhere it's a journey it's a journey Please. But yeah, thank you for joining us. I appreciate everyone's support. Thanks for watching and listening from wherever you are. And we'll see you in the next one. Up the Atma. Bye-bye for now. See you later. later. May the force be with you.